everyone and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Box Preview Show. This is I Need No Name and today I will be previewing Bayern Munich's upcoming game against Hertha Berlin in the Bundesliga. Please bear with me for this one because honestly I did not know I was going to be doing this preview until a few hours ago and I have just woken up from a nap so I am just a little bit groggy. I don't know what's going on and I definitely don't know anything about Hertha. In terms of their previous record I can say that they have only won two games in the Bundesliga which is pretty much what you'd expect from Hertha Berlin because you know they are not a very good team and they have not been a very good team for a very long time now honestly I have no idea how they haven't been relegated yet in the last few campaigns and it always feels like there is always a team that is slightly worse than Hertha that seems to get relegated instead but anyway let's talk about the game and what can I tell you about Hertha Berlin? First of all, our last few head-to-head meetings against Hertha Berlin, we have won, I think, what, five of them? All five of them? I don't remember, in fact, the last time we lost against Hertha Berlin or drew to them. Probably when it was all the way back when Niko Kovac was in charge. We tend to beat them more often than not, at least in their current situation or current form. And in terms of, like, what players they have, who is injured, who is... I don't know, going to be playing, going to be fit. I have no idea. I did not, I did not like do any research on this. And to be honest, I have not watched a single Hertha Berlin game so far this season because like uh, who watches Hertha Berlin? And also I do not normally do preview shows. I normally do post game shows. That being said, I do know a lot about Bayern Munich. So let me talk about Bayern. First of all, first questions first, how will Alex one line up? And I think that he might rotate a little. First of all, we do have a very tight schedule coming up. People might not know this, but we have to go against Werder in midweek again. So the English weeks are back with a vengeance already this early in the season, which is not great. But as you know, our fixtures end on November 12th. And then we have the World Cup starting from November 23rd when Germany faces off against Japan. So based on that, Nagelsmann, he might be motivated to at least rest a few of his players. I would, if I got my way, I would have Eric Maxim Chupamoting or Sadio Mane, either one of them rested for Matty Zell. I think it's way overdue for Matty Zell to get a proper start in one of these games. And I know he gave an interview right after the game against, what was it, Inter Milan, that he said that no, he does not actually need too many minutes. He is more than satisfied with what he's been getting so far. And it's not a big deal that he has not been playing because, as you know, Bayern Munich has so much quality, etc., etc. Basically, the exact opposite of what Ryan Gravenberg said. But I will also say this, Matthew Tell, he has shown a lot of promise in the few minutes that he's gotten. And with the World Cup coming up and pretty much everyone ahead of him going to the World Cup, we need to be giving this kid minutes because, look... Based on how the Champions League draw is going to go, we are going to get a very tough opponent in the round of 16. So when that round of 16 comes around and we have any key injuries, you will want Tell to step up. And he is a 17-year-old. He can't be sitting on the bench for the entire season and then suddenly being asked to step up in a round of 16 or a game like that. Instead, you need to give him some time, you need to give him some minutes, and you need to give him some patience. And I think Hertha Berlin, who are very much near the bottom of the Bundesliga table, they are the perfect team to give him that. I don't think it'll happen. I think Nagelsmann will instead go with Chupamoting, Sadio Mane, Jamal Muziala, and probably Leroy Sane, who is probably going to be at least fit to start, or at least fit to play 
after his recent injury, although they will be taking it easy with him because he is part of Germany's hopes for the World Cup this season. Other than that, you might see either Serge Gnabry or Kaisley Coman if Leroy Sané cannot play. Both of them, I would say Gnabry has been in much better recent form, whereas Kingsley Coman has been erratic. But, like, when is Kingsley Coman not erratic? How, what can you say about that? And next, you have to talk about the midfield. Midfield, Joshua Kimmich always, 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 always starts, okay? There is no argument here. I know everyone, every single time I write a lineups article or I look at a post-game podcast, everyone is saying, I really would rest Kimmich. I want to rest Kimmich. Kimmich should be rested. No, Kimmich is never, ever going to be rested. Don't you guys get this? I mean, look, how how am I supposed to make it any clearer than this? Kimmich is Nagelsmann's number one supporter in the dressing room. Kimmich is the biggest figure in the dressing room. All the other big figures, Manuel Noir and Thomas Muller, they are old, they're on their way out. So, Tim Joshua Kimmich is the guy right now. He is going to be in charge of that dressing room for the next four, five, six, seven, maybe 10 years. And if you're a coach who wants to have any kind of career at Bayern Munich, you need to have a good relationship with Joshua Kimmich. That means playing Kimmich in every single game possible and not topping him off at all. Because that is what Kimmich wants, okay? This kid... He is almost like a dictator. He gets what he wants. The only time he has not played in the last, what, two years is when he got injured trying to tackle Haaland and when he had that COVID vaccine for the fiasco followed by actually getting COVID-19. These are the only things that can stop Kimmich. And if you want if you want Kimmich to be rested, those are the only things that you're going to be uh, having on the cards to get him rested. He is going to play and he is going to play his heart out because that's what he does. On the bright side of things, I think Kimmich's playstyle is not that aggressive on his body, so he should be able to handle it. Kimmich's the kind of guy who can handle um, like a full 90, every two full 90s every single week without any real issues and then go to the World Cup, play the whole thing, and then come back and keep playing like nothing happened. And the Bundesliga has an advantage in that sense because we have, what do we have? We have a break coming up after the World Cup, which will which is not something that you see in La Liga or the English Premier League, which is going to be tough on them, but not on us. And so that is the midfield. Instead of Sabitzer, I'm going to see Leon Goretzka probably start because, you know, you need him back in the lineup, keep on getting momentum with Kimmich, with the World Cup. I keep mentioning the World Cup at this stage, and it's impossible not to mention the World Cup because it is November. Nagelsmann is German. He's going to be well aware of what he's going to be doing, make sure he keeps favor with these players. And while it isn't in his job description to make Hansi's life easier, he is going to do everything he can to make sure Hansi's life is easier because it's obvious that his players will want, like the vast majority of his German players will be going to the World Cup and they will be looking forward to at least winning it. And Nagelsmann will not put that in jeopardy by like keeping on trying out new things or different things at this stage, especially when he also has his job what maybe five six games away from being sacked at any point in time so Nagelsmann is going to keep his players happy and to keep his players happy he's going to start Goretzka who granted has been in very good form recently so it's not a risk it's just an observation Gravenberg and Sabitzer probably will come off the bench and they will probably get maybe 20-30 minutes based on Nagelsmann's recent substitution habits then you have the back line the back line will probably be more or less unchanged from what we used to see. Matthew, De- sorry, Matthias Delict will be back in 
the centre-back spot after getting a full 90 minutes of rest, very much needed rest against Inter Milan. He'll be joined by Diet Umecano, who might have a chance of being rested, but I don't think he will be. But Benjamin Pavard will probably be at right back to give him some of that, you know, just just cool him off after some of these recent stories and to give him a reward for the fact that he scored in midweek. Nusser Matsrawi could really use the rest as well. Then you have Alfonso Davies at left back, who pretty much keeps playing every single game. And I can't deny that I am worried about Alfonso Davies and his fitness because he's going to be playing all these games. Then he's going to go to Canada and he's going to be playing for Canada in the World Cup in the heat of Qatar. And then he's going to come back for us and this is going to play all the games again. So it's very difficult for us to, I don't know, manage Fonzie's minutes because he's our only real starting left back. Stanisic played there during midweek against Inter and he wasn't very good, honestly. Like, I know Stanisic, he, I, I understand he, he's not really a proper left back. So we can't really blame him for not being that good in that position. But that also means that he cannot be our proper left back backup and until Lucas comes back we're just gonna have to deal with this and have Fonzie there and just pray that he doesn't pick up an injury especially this close to the World Cup because I think that if he picks up an injury this close to Canada's first World Cup and God knows when um the Canadians might hate us all forever and we will lose that market forever because they will be like equal buying Munich they got Fonzie injured right before the World Cup they're keeping us from playing him and etc 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 which you know you don't want to hear even though it is completely untrue and finally you have the goalkeeper position Manuel Neuer is said to be back that huge story broke this week that Neuer was actually being treated for skin cancer over last season or the season before that and he wore like a piece of tape over his face after surgeries that were used to remove the cancer and he had three separate surgeries that's huge okay say what you will about Manuel Neuer and I don't know what you'd say other than praise this guy, he has come back from so much in his life, in his career, to get to where he is and just keep up those performances where he is pretty much the best in the world. I know people will bring up Courtois, Allison, whatever, whatever. But in terms of just pure overall keeping and sweeping, Manu Nora is still the best in the world for me. And he, there is no one that really comes close. There are people who come close in certain areas, certain aspects of the game, but no one has the complete package of Manu Nora. So having him back in the squad before the World Cup Good, very good sign for Germany. And I just have to make a mention of his stuff. He broke his foot in a game against Real Madrid. He played to the end of that game, a game that we lost, but he played heroically. And like we lost that game due to offside and whatnot. That was one of those those games that started our war with Real Madrid back then. But he broke his foot in that game. He played to the end of that. Then he had to face like three, four months injured. When he came back, he was a bit rushed back. He never knew if his foot was properly stable or not he played a game with an unstable foot then again he it turned out that he re-injured it he had to get a surgery again and then he was out again for like six seven eight months so basically he missed almost one and a half years of his career at a very critical juncture and in that time frame he had to come back then and when he came back that was right in time for world cup 2018 he was not very good he was a little bit shaky his confidence had been hurt for being out for so long and the entire German media blasted him. And Ter Stegen, which I will, I will always hate him for this, I mind you. This is why I always banter Ter Stegen as hard as I can whenever Barcelona ship goals against Bayern. It's because when Neuer was in that, in that low point of his, Ter Stegen made the ultimate disrespectful move by saying that he should be the 
starting goalkeeper for Germany. And I hope that never happens because Ter Stegen does not have the mentality for it because Neuer, after that shaky season, he got back to his best and he became the best goalkeeper in the world. And he had that man of the match performance against PSG. The year that he was the best goalkeeper in the world, crowned again. He had a man of the match performance against PSG and Mbappe and Neymar and all of those in the final. And he got us another treble. So Manuel Neuer, his mental toughness is out of this world. I'm glad he's back. And Sven Ulrich, he did a good job standing in for Manuel Neuer, but the defense did an even better job. Because honestly, for a lot of the time, I didn't even notice that Neuer's shop stopping was absent because our defense has been very solid. I hope that continues, and that is pretty much it. So, in terms of a preview, I think that we still match up pretty well against Hertha Berlin. They're gonna park the bus, we're gonna like do our usual thing against them. You need Nagelsmann, maybe you start Matthew maybe you won't, but otherwise, it should be a fairly standard game. We should win it. I don't know why what scoreline, but we should expect to win. We should expect to keep the pressure up on Union Berlin at the top of the table. Will we eclipse them at the top before the World Cup starts? I don't know. I don't maybe think so, especially after what happened during last week's game between Union and Gladbach. But we are going to give a good go at it. So that is pretty much my entire preview. Sorry if this is not up to your usual standards because I'm not very used to doing preview shows. I don't do these very often. But... I tried my best and thank you for listening. So this was I Need No Name. You were listening to the Bavarian Podcast Works preview show for Hertha Berlin. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever podcasting platform you use. And you can find us on Twitter at Bavarian Epiworks. Join us on the blog for the conversation. We have a lot of stuff coming up, including coverage of the Champions League draw. And the next time you hear from us will be in the post-game review of Bayern Munich's hopefully win over Hertha Berlin. Stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening and good night.